Hey, sweet friend, welcome to the Free and Well podcast. Are you ready to start showing up authentically in your life, feeling so confident in who you are? Are you ready to stop second guessing yourself, comparing yourself, and wasting your precious time procrastinating and scrolling on social media? Hey friend, I'm Devani. I'm a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. I'm a therapist, life coach, and dog mom. And I remember being right where you are. I am on a mission to share with you powerful faith and psychology-based tools and simple steps to help you start being kinder to yourself, feeling more confident, creating consistent, positive, healthy routines, and setting healthy boundaries i.e. not saying yes to all the things. It's time for you to break free from self-doubt and comparison. Your most authentic, confident self is waiting. Even though I'm a therapist, this show is for educational purposes only. Information from this show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. It is your time, my friend. Let's dig in and take some real, authentic, perfectly imperfect action together. Let's go. Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Happy freaking Thursday. Happy Thursday. So what we're going to be talking about today are what are some of the core pieces of what's going on underneath people pleasing. And over the next handful of episodes, I'm really going to be exploring and diving into different pieces of people-pleasing, the healing process of that, what this has looked like for me, my journey on this. I'm really going to be deep diving into this specific topic because it's something that I hear about a lot and I think that a lot of us struggle with. And so what we're going to be talking about specifically today is where I feel it makes the most sense for us to start, which is really getting a clear understanding of what is actually going on If we look at, I really like to look at concepts or things that we're going through as kind of like an iceberg where up above the water level, the sea level is what we can see, right? So if we see this iceberg up above sea level, what we see is these people-pleasing behaviors, right? We see that we're avoiding speaking up, we're avoiding setting boundaries, we are feeling burnt out, we're exhausted, we're resentful, we're bitter, right? All of these things. That's what we see. But then underneath sea level, right, is this huge part of the iceberg that we don't necessarily see or come into contact with or connect with often. And it's so powerful to take the time and really recognize, okay, I was trying to let Zeke hang out in here with us, and I'm sure you can hear him in the background cruising around. So we're going we're gonna to deal with that. We're back. Okay. Underneath sea level is the root, right? Either the root of what's going on, some of these more core pieces of what's actually going on under these behaviors, right? Okay. So this idea of the iceberg up above sea level, things that we see, things that we notice, things that we're much more consciously aware of underneath sea level, that huge part of the iceberg that we often don't come into contact with or really acknowledge or look at so often. And 
what we're going to be talking about today are a couple of those really big pieces that I truly, truly believe through my experience, through my work, like just acknowledging what a couple of those really big root pieces are of what's going on underneath, what's going on in your mind, in your heart that is leading to these people-pleasing behaviors. And I want to preface with the fact that these are just a couple of generalized, very simplified ways of looking at this, right? So if you and I were to sit down together and actually look at what comes up for you individually, that may look different, right? So I just, I always feel the need to say that because whenever you're consuming content, whether it's on a podcast, whether it's an article, whether it's on social media, like those things are general. Those things are very simplified typically, and that's not individualized to you. So you may resonate with certain pieces of this. You may not resonate with some of it and that's okay. Okay. So number one is this misunderstanding or this entanglement of our worth alongside, it's it's this piece of my identity is tied up in me making sure that other people feel comfortable, me being an air quote, good girl, me being easy, me being nice, me being soft-spoken, not taking up space, being go with the flow, I'm not needy, right? So this, this is number one, this idea of at some point in our childhood, at some point in our development, we took on this role, we took on these behavioral patterns of I need to be the nice one. I need to be the easy one. I need to be appeasing. I need to be go with the flow, whatever that looks like. And we take that on as part of who we are. We take that on as this is part of who I am or who I need to be. And or what this can also look like is that we then, we entangle these pieces with our worth. So I need to be the nice one. I need to be the appeasing, the go with the flow. And I need to be those things because that's how I receive my worth. That's how I feel worthy of love. I feel like I'm worthy of care, respect, honor, attention, right? All of those things. I, I deserve those things. I'm worthy of those things. If I am nice, if I'm go with the flow, if I don't take up too much space, right? Those are contingent upon me being a certain way, right? So it's these pieces of we take on these patterns of behavior, these patterns of responding to situations as part of who we actually are or as determiners of your worth. And both of those are not very helpful for us. I will say to this, I will say they were functional 
and helpful at a time, right? Because any, and you've heard me say this, if you've been around for even a minute, you've heard me say this, whatever patterns we show up with, whether it's how we respond to ourselves in a tough moment, whether it's how we respond to a certain situation, right? Whether it's we are having a certain feeling and I don't want to say something, I don't want to speak up or I have an idea, I don't want to say anything. Whatever it is that's coming up for you these days that you're like, oh, I really want to work on that. I really want to change this, improve this. Whatever that is, at some point it served a function and it served a purpose for you. It was the response that made the most sense based on what you were experiencing. And so I feel this is so important to acknowledge because when we look at, oh, (laughs) I almost just cussed right now, but I'm trying not to do that on here in case, you know, people are listening and there's like kids around. It's like when we have these things that we want to change and improve and heal in our lives, it's so important (laughs) that we don't like We want to cringe. We want to cringe and be like, why do I do this? Right? I think that makes them, I literally caught myself in that this morning. I'm like, oh, like wanting to cringe at these old things that I used to be okay with, that I used to do. And it's so important to acknowledge that at some time, that was the best that you knew how to do. That made sense. It served a purpose, right? Like, oh, (laughs) I could go on about this forever. It's just so important. So when we're acknowledging, I really want to grow this, I really want to heal this, improve this, you know, thing in my life, we really need to be approaching it from a space of it served a purpose. I appreciate it for what it helped me move through at the time. And now I'm choosing something new. I'm moving in a new direction. I'm creating a new pattern. I'm creating a new way of being and showing up. Because what I was doing, which served a purpose, I honor that, I respect that, I'm compassionate towards that, but it's not, it's not what I want to do moving forward. That approach is so important. So number one, one of the roots or one of what I believe is one of the really big pieces that can be going on underneath people-pleasing patterns is this entanglement of our identity with these patterns. Our identity, like I need to be a certain way. This is who I am. This is who I should or need to be. Or this is what makes me worthy, right? For me to receive love, for me to receive the things that I want and need, I need to be low-key, easygoing, not needy, the nice one, the kind one, the soft one, right? I need to be that person. So that's number one. The second thing, the second really big piece that I see that comes up or that I believe is underneath at the bottom of this really big iceberg of people-pleasing patterns is that we get really caught up in unhelpful thought patterns. And so what I mean by this is that we get really caught up and really, again, I'm going to use the word entangled. We get really caught up and entangled in thought patterns about, here are a couple different examples, about this is who I should be. This is how I should show up. These rules that were created either by us at some point, again, because it needed to be created for some reason, 
either a rule or, you know, we need to do this for a certain reason, some type of should, some type of this is how I should be showing up. This is what I should be doing. And then we get caught up in that. We get caught up, we get really stuck, very entangled in all of these rules. All of these rules of how you feel you should be showing up, who you should be, how you should respond when someone, you know, hurts your feelings or how you should respond in that work meeting when someone asks you to take on a project and you're freaking tired and have no space. Like we have these these rules and these beliefs about how we should respond that keep us in these patterns, that keep us caught up in these people-pleasing patterns. Another thought pattern that we can get really caught up in is is like either looking back at previous experiences of when we have tried to speak up and it didn't go well and or predicting, predicting the negative of what might happen if I speak up. So either really caught up in what's happened in the past when you've tried to speak up and or predicting what may happen. How, if you speaking up and you saying to this person, hey, that that really hurt my feeling when you said that. I know you were joking, but it really hurt my feelings, right? Getting caught up in, well, if I say that, they're not gonna wanna be friends with me anymore. If I say that, I'm gonna hurt their feelings. If I say that, it's gonna negatively impact our relationship, right? And so we're getting really caught up in either a past experience or a prediction of what may happen. And here's the thing is that I'm not I'm not saying that those things won't happen. I'm not saying that, right? It's I'm I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying, <laughs> what I am saying is that if we are zoomed in, I wish you could see what I was doing. If we are zoomed in, our face is like so close up to these thoughts, like they're legit right in front of your face. If we're so zoomed in and caught up in these thoughts, those thoughts are going to be driving your choices. And what happens is when certain thoughts or even emotions, really anything, if anything besides how you truly want to be your true, whole, well-balanced self, your most authentic self, she is within you. She's in there. If anything besides her is guiding your actions, so it might be these thoughts, these rules, right? Oh, well, if I say something, then they're going to get upset at me. They're not going to want to be friends with me. If I let that thought guide my choice, where is that going to take me? That's going to take me into a place of I'm not speaking up, right? I'm not being super authentic. I'm doing it, of course, with good intentions, but like over the long haul, is this really benefiting my relationship? And also in the long haul, is this helping me create a life that I genuinely want to have? Is this helping me create a life that feels really genuine and authentic for me? Is this helping my well-being? Like, and, and this is, <sighs> these pieces that I'm talking about right here, 
are literally at the core of the work that I do with my clients. So this is literally in when I've been talking to you about Bloom, the six-week group coaching program that I've been sharing about. This is literally the first couple weeks is us getting so radically clear on what you actually want in life. Who do you want to show up as? How do you want to show up in your relationships? What do you want more of in your life? What are the values that you really want to exude, to grow, to nourish in your life? Is that authenticity? Is it honesty? Is it courage? Is it passion? Is it fun? Is it stability? Is it serenity? Because when we have that compass, when we are so clear on who you want to be, who you want to be showing up as, what's so important to you at the core of who you are, not all the thoughts, not all the mind drama, not all the emotions that are going on, at the core of who you are, when we are so clear on who she is, how she wants to show up in the world, we can use that as a compass so that those things, this compass is driving our choices, is guiding how you show up in these situations instead of letting the thought of, if I speak up, she's going to get so pissed. If I speak up, I'm going to hurt her feelings. She's not going to want to be friends with me. Instead of letting that guide your choices, we're able to allow your values your true self, your authentic self, who you really are to guide your choices, which is everything. That that changes everything. That's how we start showing up more authentically. That's how you start showing up more confidently. That's how you start speaking up for yourself, setting boundaries, is by shifting from these thoughts, emotions, fears, worries, anxieties, right? All of these things being in the driver's seat to who you really want to be how you genuinely want to show up in your life, right? And then those are the first couple weeks of our six weeks together in Bloom. And then the other, you know, the other chunk of time that we have together is then addressing how do we, how do we make that shift, right? How do we move from letting these fears, worries, anxieties, insecurities guide our choices to how do I move through that mind drama? How do I let go of those negative thoughts, those unhelpful beliefs and thought patterns so that my true authentic self can guide my choices, can be my compass? That's, that's the rest of our six weeks together. So P.S., if you're interested in that, head below. Link is down there. We start on October 10th. I would love to have you in there. So number two, Getting caught up in, and again, we're talking about what are some of these big pieces that are going on underneath people-pleasing patterns. Number two is we're caught up in these unhelpful thought patterns of how we should be, how we should respond, who we should be, how we should show up, what may happen, what has happened. All of these thoughts are guiding our choices. They are guiding and really monopolizing our mind and our thought patterns, and then they're guiding our choices right? They're reinforcing then, well, okay, I'm not going to speak up. And then it's, it's reinforcing all of this. Okay. Number three. So I'm going to take a pause because I feel like I'm just, I'm getting so hyped about this that I need to take a pause. So number, (laughs) number one, one of the really big pieces that can be going on underneath people pleasing patterns is 
this entanglement of these people-pleasing patterns as part of who you are, part of your identity, part of who you need to be, or related to your worth, that your worthiness, your inherent value as a human is dependent upon you being nice, you being appeasing, you going along with all the things, you being a yes person. So that's number one. Then number two was caught up in unhelpful thought patterns. And then number three, the last one we're going to talk about today, number three is getting caught up in unhelpful behavior patterns. So number two was unhelpful thought patterns. Number three is unhelpful behavior patterns. So what I mean by this is what I think the most important piece of this that I want to acknowledge when we're talking about the actual behaviors of people pleasing is like if we zoom out, there is probably a pretty clear pattern of what happens. So let me, (laughs) I'll share with you for me what this can look like is, let's see, uh, there's some type of conflict or let's say I'm, I'm feeling some type of discomfort or a difficult feeling about some type of situation, right? So I'm feeling this discomfort. I then start to think about maybe wanting to say something. I then, st- then start to worry. Okay, my mind takes over. My mind starts to wander around how they're going to respond, how they're going to react. And then we decide that our momentary, like we decide that it makes more sense to just avoid it, to not say anything, which really is this momentary comfort, this, right? It's like that idea of instant gratification because what we're doing is we're saying, well, in the moment, it's going to be easier and more comfortable for me to just not say something, even though in the long run, it's much more detrimental to my well-being to not say something. But in the moment, it's easier. In the moment, it feels more comfortable, right? So we get caught up in these behavior patterns of, you know, we feel a certain thing and then we have this certain thought and then we respond in a certain way and then it just reinforces and reinforces, right? And that's just what we've started doing. And so it's almost like when we go to the gym, it's literally like you, you learning to start speaking up, you learning and building the muscles of, I'm not going to people please anymore. I'm going to shift away from that and I'm moving towards, you know, uh, maybe authenticity, courage, boldness, bravery, honesty, um, intimacy, connection, whatever those things are. I'm moving away from people pleasing. I'm moving towards this. Is literally the equivalent, in my mind at least, of when you go to the gym. It's just like building a muscle. It's just like building a muscle when you go to the gym. It takes practice, it takes time, but it is 100% doable, 100% doable. It's not like, oh, you were born with it or you weren't. It's a skill, a skill, a pattern that we get to do all this amazing work around 
right? Like the thoughts, the beliefs, the identity piece, the actual behaviors and choices, how you're speaking up, right? How to actually do that. All of these, it's like this beautiful, beautiful puzzle, right? With these different pieces of, like I said, the identity, who you actually are, where your worth actually comes from, your thought patterns, your beliefs, your behaviors, how you show up, the choices that you make, how to communicate these things, how to set boundaries. Like all of those are these beautiful pieces that come into this puzzle of healing that pattern, healing that people-pleasing pattern into this beautiful puzzle of you being able to really effectively and authentically and lovingly honor yourself, be in tune with yourself, communicate your needs effectively, set boundaries, connect with other people on a more genuine level, speak up for yourself, make choices for yourself confidently. Like all of those are impacted by this. And so number three, unhelpful behavior patterns. Those are some of the things that can be going on underneath this people-pleasing is that we get really caught up in how we've been responding to these uncomfortable situations for literal years, years, years. And I say that confidently. I say that as, as someone who literally, like with my own therapist, I have grown so much in this area of my life and I am still digging even deeper into it still. <laughs> so it takes time. It takes time. Because you have been behaving and responding to these situations in a certain way for so long. So again, another reason to be really compassionate with yourself. Like you've you've been dealing with these situations when someone hurts your feelings, when someone upsets you, when you know, you have an idea that you want to share and instead of speaking up, whatever it is that you do instead because it made sense at the time, because it felt safer, because it, right, whatever that is, you've gotten really used to responding in that way. And so when we're creating this new way of responding, it's just like going to the gym. We're going to go, we're going to start out with some really low weights. We're going to start small and we're going to build up those muscles. So, we talked about the three really big pieces that can be going on underneath this people-pleasing pattern that you're noticing in your life. So number one, and these aren't in any particular order, but number one was this entanglement of people-pleasing with who you are, right? It's like, it's like these people-pleasing patterns and beliefs are really entangled with who you believe you are, with your identity, with your worth, with your value. Those things are so entangled. Those things are so entangled sometimes. Number two is that we get really caught up in unhelpful thought patterns of who we should be, how we should show up, all the shoulds, um, and or looking at past experiences or predicting the future, right? Predicting what will happen. And we get so zoomed into these thoughts that then they end up guiding our choices instead of our most authentic, genuine, true self guiding our choices. 
And then number three is that we get caught up in unhelpful behavioral patterns. So the ways that we've been responding for years, we get so used to them and they're so easy, right? Like when we picture the gym again, it's like you, for me, for me, I would imagine it's like, um, I could go to the gym and this is just a metaphor, go to the gym and like what, I don't know. I don't even know the terms I could bench press suppressing my feelings, <laughs> keeping my, my feelings to myself, like 500 pounds of that. Like I was so good at that. You guys, I was so good. I could do that in my sleep. Like just keep it to yourself, <laughs> right? Like just keep all those difficult feelings to yourself. Don't share it. Don't speak it. I was so good. I could bench press that in my sleep. However, me being able to identify what I was actually feeling, me being able to then communicate that, me being kind to myself with those feelings, all of that was like I was freaking like body weight only. I can't even lift weights. That's where I feel like I started. Like I can't even lift weights. This is body weight only. Like felt like such a beginner and that's okay. Wherever you are is okay. Wherever you are, oh, I just want to hug you. Wherever you are is okay and is perfect and is the most amazing place for you to start. It is okay. We have all been there. We have all, I mean, not everyone, but you know, we've all been a beginner somewhere. I for sure have been there. I can imagine. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I so appreciate you being here. I want you to, um, again, if, if this is speaking to you, I want you to head down and check out my group coaching program. We start October 10th. It's $222 for just the group program. It's $444 if you want to add on three individual coaching calls, which would mean every other week, you and I individually are actually hopping on a call together, which is going to be amazing. And I have payment plans for both of those. So if this is something that you're interested, if you're like, oh my gosh, at work, I want to start sharing my ideas more. I want more leadership roles. I want to take on more. I want to be right. Like you want to step into that confidence, that authority, that energy, like you just, you're ready. You're so ready to start feeling more confident in yourself and speaking up for yourself or whether it's in your relationships and you're like, I want to speak up more. I want to feel so in tune with myself. And then I want to be able to speak up and share that with the people close to me because I want more connection. I want to feel like I'm just so authentically connected and so in tune with myself, right? So whether it's at work and your relationships, like I, something that I hear so often is I want to be able to focus less on all of this mind drama, all of this mental chatter, all of my insecurities, the overthinking, the playing scenarios in my head 5 million times. I want to focus less on that and actually be able to focus on my goals, my dreams, my vision, like becoming your most authentic self, that is what I want to help you with. So check out Bloom. Info is below. Link is below. We start October 10th. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, my friend. I will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this episode spoke to you and encouraged you. And before you go, 
I have an online community that is just for you. Head to freeandwellcommunity.com and be sure to enter your email so you can be the first to hear about new episodes, to get Monday morning journal prompts, and to get special gifts from me. All right, my friend, I will see you at our next coaching coffee date. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.